Welcome to the Progress Not Perfection podcast. I don't know about you, but I have spent way too many years trying to be perfect and holding myself back because I didn't feel good enough. But recently, I started to fully grasp what it means to receive the incredible gift of God's grace. Now I desire more than anything to be more like Him. As it says in 2 Corinthians 12 verse 9, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. If you've been feeling unfulfilled and weighted down by your past, but you know in your heart you have more to offer, you're in the right place. My name is Cherie Haynes, and each week I'll be sharing Bible verses and words of encouragement. You, my friend, are here for a reason, and I can't wait for you to begin letting your amazing light shine. Now, let's go ahead and jump into today's show. Hello, and welcome back to the Progress Not Perfection podcast. So just a few minutes ago, I was reading in First Peter, and as I read these words, which I will share with you, I just had this overwhelming prompting that I was supposed to share this message with you. I don't know about you, but uh, with it being the new year, um, today is actually uh, January 4th as I'm recording this, and I've been really just tied up and distracted with, you know, setting my goals for the new year, and that's been occupying my mind. I really want to have some clear intentions. I do want to have some goals to work towards, but I feel like that has been just taking over and and taking away my peace because I'm so consumed with what are my goals going to be this year and and just trying to get it right, you know? So I want to share this message with you because it really put things into perspective. So this particular section is called A Call to Holy Living. So it starts at verse 13 and this is 1 Peter chapter 1. So prepare your minds for action and exercise self-control. Put all your hope in the gracious salvation that will come to you when Jesus Christ is revealed to the world. So you must live as God's obedient children. Don't slip back into your old ways of living to satisfy your own desires. You didn't know any better then, but now you must be holy in everything you do, just as God who chose you is holy. For the scriptures say, you must be holy because I am holy. As I was reading this, you know, for one, I I realized my focus was in the wrong place. My number one focus should always be putting God first and, you know, emulating Him and becoming holy. I mean, that is the purpose to just be more and more like Him. And even though it's not bad to set goals in other areas, if we lose our focus and our sight goes on the things of this world, 
we are just going to get so easily distracted and it's so important to keep our priorities, you know, where they need to be. And that's God being number one. And, you know, what also kind of jumped out to me is exercising self-control. And at the beginning of the year, it's easy to set our New Year's resolutions and set all of these goals. And, you know, maybe we have health goals. Maybe we have other goals in different areas of life. And it can be easy to, you know, when we're excited to have all this momentum and energy and focus on these things, but then our worldly desires, our our physical desires and pleasures take over and we have to be careful that we don't revert back to the person that we used to be, that we keep God again as our number one focus and everything else will fall into place. And again, he he said, so you must live as God's obedient children. Don't slip back into your old ways of living to satisfy your own desires. And again, it can be so hard to, you know, get our mindset and have the proper perspective because we are of this world and we have goals, we have desires, we have needs, we have wants. But is that in alignment with what God wants for us or is that our selfishness creeping back in again. So this really hit me as I was reading it. And I've been trying to, you know, think about uh, my word of the year. I recently heard a podcast that Stephanie Gass did. And even before it came, it was so funny this morning, I was just thinking I want to do a a podcast episode on my uh, word of the year. And then would you know it, I go to her um, episode for today and it was talking about her word of the year. And um, I'm, you know, not ready to put that episode out yet just because I, I don't know for sure if this is my word yet. I really want to take some time in prayer with God and just make sure that this is from Him. But as I read this, I felt that my word, you know, because maybe God put this on my heart for a reason, should be holy. And so it's definitely going to be on my list that I'm going to pray over. But, you know, and I don't want this to be your word unless it speaks to you the way it did me. But I mean, if my word of the year is holy and in every single situation, circumstance, anything, any problem that comes up, anything on unexpected, um, you know, any good, you know, that happens as well to help me stay focused. If I always remember that my goal and my word for this year is to be holy, I think that I will stay focused on putting God in his proper place as my number one. Anyways, I just wanted to share that with you. So going on just to read the rest of this passage, this is verse 17. He says, And remember that the Heavenly Father to whom you pray has no favorites. He will judge or reward you according to what you do. So you must live in reverent fear of Him during your time here as temporary residents. 
And I think often, I know I'm guilty of this, I just feel like we have just limitless time. And I try to remind myself that we don't, but I tend to forget so easily that we, our time here is not promised. We never know how much longer we have. We are temporary residents and we must live in fear of God because I feel like when we don't have that fear, um, it's it's so hard to explain and I don't know if I completely even can wrap my brain around this, but obviously God is a God of love and grace and mercy, but we can't get so comfortable that it's like we're nonchalant with him and we just feel like, oh, we're Christians, we got this in the bag, now we can do whatever we want we still have to fear him because he makes that ultimate decision on that final day, whether we go up to heaven with him or not. I mean, with everything going on in the world right now, it really has me just hyper aware. Like, obviously none of us know, but there are many signs that maybe it is sooner than we think. I'm sure that you know what I'm talking about. I I just feel like it's so important to remember that we do need to fear him and um and I feel like that will help us remember again he is the one in control not us. So going on verse 18 For you know that God paid a ransom to save you from the empty life you inherited from your ancestors, and it was not paid with mere gold or silver, which lose their value. It was the precious blood of Christ, the sinless, spotless Lamb of God. God chose him as your ransom long before the world began, but now in these last days, he has been revealed for your sake. I think sometimes we forget that ultimate sacrifice that he made. He didn't have to do that. But no, he did the opposite. He bore all of the sin of the world. He took on all of the pain and the suffering that was going on, that would ever go on, that had ever gone on. And it's just unfathomable what that pain was like for him. But I think it's important for us to take time to try to imagine what it was like, you know, and I just think sometimes we take this precious gift for granted and it's just so important to keep reminding ourselves that he didn't have to do that. The world would be a much different place. We would still be living under the law. We wouldn't have the grace and mercy, but because of his sacrifice, we do. And then going on, verse 21. Through Christ, you have come to trust in God, and you have placed your faith and hope in God because he raised Christ from the dead and gave him great glory. You were cleansed from your sins when you obeyed the truth, so now you must show sincere love to each other as brothers and sisters. Love each other deeply with all your heart. I think that is so important too. So often, especially right now, there is a lot of divide and we all think we're right. We want to pick people apart, but God says to show love, love one another, love each other deeply with all your heart. And I just wish (laughs) that I had a fraction of the love and showed a fraction of the love that God has shown me. And verse 23 
For you have been born again, but not to a life that will quickly end. Your new life will last forever because it comes from the eternal living word of God. As the scriptures say, people are like grass. Their beauty is like a flower in the field. The grass withers and the flower fades, but the word of the Lord remains forever. And that word is the good news that was preached to you. I was reading these words and I just felt convicted that I had to share this with you. So why don't we go ahead and close in prayer? Dear Heavenly Father, we just thank and praise you. We just feel so indebted to you for all you have done for us, for sending your Son, Jesus Christ, to take on all the sin of the world so that we might be forgiven and so that we might have new life in you. As we start this new year, Lord, and we make our goals for the year, please help us come to you in prayer and please reveal to us what your goals are for us this year, Lord, and and help us, you know, have the desires um, in our heart that you have placed within us, not all our own selfish desires. Please just take those selfish desires away, erase those from our minds so that we only seek things that you have put on our hearts and the purpose that you have for our lives. Please let us lead a life worthy, a holy life that emulates the person that you have called us to be. In your son's name we pray. Amen. I hope you love today's episode, friend. I pray it reminded you in some way that you have something amazing to offer the world, and it's time to start letting your beautiful light shine. If so, would you stop right now and share this episode with someone else that needs this reminder? It would also mean the world to me if you would take 30 seconds for me and just leave me a review on Apple Podcast. This is the only way that I know that you're actually enjoying the show. Plus, it warms my heart when I get to hear from you. I pray God's blessings on you the rest of the week, and I can't wait to talk to you again soon. God bless.